today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. We're talking about uh, Doug Ford and, of course, his uh, ongoing issues with the Toronto City Council. Uh, Doug Ford has announced that uh, he was shrinking the size of uh, Toronto City Council from 47 to 25. Of course, uh, then the fun ensued and and legal challenges and such. Uh, And then, of course, yesterday, a court ruling coming down uh, saying that uh, uh, Doug Ford could not do this, that it was uh, unconstitutional. That being said, he has decided that and said in a press conference yesterday that he will invoke the uh, notwithstanding clause if needed in order to get this done. And there will be a vote on all of this tomorrow. What exactly is the notwithstanding clause and what was it devised for? What is the objective here? What's the purpose? And uh, is it the right tool to be used now? To talk more about all of this, Professor Martha Jackman is is with us, Faculty of Law, University of Ottawa, and with us now. Uh, Martha, thanks so much for the time. Much appreciated. It's a pleasure. So what are your thoughts on what the Premier has doing with invoking the notwithstanding clause here? Well, I think it's fair to say that most legal commentators were shocked and many of us appalled by that immediate response by the Premier. And why is that? Well, Section 33 was included in the 1982 Constitution in the Charter in part to alleviate concerns by the Premiers at the time that, you know, one might run into a a situation where the fact that the Charter could constrain government's actions could be a real problem. And so the examples that are often given are the idea of, you know, war, pestilence, flood. Um, I know that some commentators have been making the parallel, for example, to 9-11, where you could imagine that in that kind of a crisis situation, you might need to suspend civil liberties and privacy rights for a short period of time in order to protect the national interest. And so those were the kinds of things that people had in mind around Section 33. It really did ultimately preserve the notion of parliamentary sovereignty. Um, So what does it allow government to do? What sort of, what is the reasoning for giving this power to the provinces? Well, it's, it's a limited power, and essentially both the federal uh, parliament and the legislature have the power to essentially include a provision in any piece of legislation stating that the legislation continues to apply, notwithstanding that it might violate either um, Section 2 of the Charter, so those are, you know, freedom of expression in this case, freedom of religion, freedom of association, freedom of conscience, or Section 7 to 15. So Section 7 is the guarantee of right of, of life, liberty, and security of the person right through, you know, the criminal law guarantees around, you know, the right to a trial with a judge, and Section 15 is the equality guarantee. So essentially Section 33 allows a province or the federal government for that matter, to declare that a piece of legislation will continue to apply even though it might violate those fundamental charter guarantees. And that that declaration is valid for five years. So essentially, if a bill is enacted with 
this an, a reference to Section 33, the notwithstanding clause, the ch- charter rights are basically set aside for that five-year period. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.